Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The War of the Wells by H.G. Wells Chapter 15 What Had Happened in Surrey It was while the curators sat and talked wildly at me under the hedge in the flat meadows near Hellerford, that while my brother was watching the fugitive stream over Westminster Bridge, the marshes resumed the offensive. So far as one can discern, certain from the conflicting accounts have been put forth, the majority of them main brute busied with preparations in wholesale. Pit about nine at night, hurrying on some operation to disengage huge volumes of green smoke. The freeze certainly came out about eight o'clock, advancing slowly and curiously to the made their way through Byfleet, Pyford, towards Ripley and Way, Waybridge, so came in sight of the expected batteries against the setting sun. These margins did not advance in a body, but in a line, each perhaps a mile and a half from his nearest fellow. They communicated with one another by means of siren-like howls, running up and down the scale from one note to another. It was this howling firing of the guns at Ripley and St George's Hill we heard at Upper Halliford Ford. Ripley gunners, unseasoned artillery volunteers, ought to know, never have been placed in such a position, fired one wild, premature, ineffectual volley, and bolted on a horse and foot for a deserted village, while the Martians, without using his heat ray, walked sternly, serenely over the guns. Stepped gingerly among them, passed in front of them, and so came and swept upon the guns in Park, Payne's Hill Park, which he destroyed. The St. George's Hillmen, however, were better lead, or had better metal, hidden by pine thorn wood, as they were. He seemed to have been quite unexpected by the Martian nearest to them. They laid their guns as deliberately as if they had been on parade and fired about a thousand yards range. The shell flashed all round him. He was seen to advance a few paces, stagger, and go down. Everybody yelled together. The guns were loaded in frantic haste. The overthrown Martian set up prolonged elation. Immediately a second glittering giant answering him appeared over the trees herself. He was seen a leg of the tripod had been smashed by one of the shells. Hold the second body flew wide. Martian on the ground. Simultaneously, both his companions 
brought the heavy rays to bear on the battery. The ammunition blew up, the pine trees, all about the guns flashed into fire. Only one or two of the men were already running over the crest of the hill escaped. All this it would seem that the three took counsel together and halted the scouts who were watching. Then report they remained absolutely stationary for the next half hour. A Martian had been overthrown, called Tennessee out of his hood. A small brown figure, oddly suggestive, that this distance of a speck of light, apparently engaged in a pair of his support. At nine he finished for, for his crown was then seen above the trees again. A few minutes past nine that night, and these three sentinels were joined by another four, and that four other Martians, each carrying a thick black tube. A similar tube was handed to each. The three and the seven proceeded to distribute themselves equal distances along a curved line between St. George's Hill, Weybridge, and the village of Seine, southwards Ripley. A dozen rockets sprang out the hills before them so soon they began to move and warned waiting batteries at Ditton and Esther. Same time, four of their fighting machines simply the armed with tubes crossed the river, and two of them, black against the western sky, came into sight of myself and the curiat as he hurried warily and painfully along the road that runs northward out of Hereford. It moved as it seemed upon a, to us upon a cloud, but milky mist covered the fields and rose to a third of their height. At this sight, the curate finally fainted in his throat. Again running, but I knew it was no good running from a Martian. I turned aside and called for bedrewing nettles and brambles into a broad ditch by the side of the road. He looked back, saw what I was doing, and turned to join me. The two halted the nearer to, to us, standing and facing somebody. Ramota being a grey distinctness towards the evening star, way towards stains. The occasional howling of the Martians had ceased. They took up their positions in a huge crescent about their senators in absolute silence. It was crescent, with twelve miles between its horns, ever since the devising of gunpowder. The beginning of the battle so still. The beginning of the battle so still. To us, an observer about Ripley, it would have been had precisely the same effect. Marcia seemed in solitary possession, the darkening night, lit only as if it was by slender moon, the stars, the afterglow, the daylight, the ruddy glare from St. George's Hill, a woods of Payne's Hill. The pacing at Crescent elsewhere, at Staines, Hounslow, Ditton, Esther, Oakham, between hills and woods south of the river, across the flat grass meadows to the north of it, wherever a cluster of trees or villages, houses gave significant cover, the guns were waiting. The signal rockets burst and rained their sparks through the night and vanished. The spirit of all those watching batteries rose to tense expectation. Martians had but to advance into the line of fire, and instantly those motionless black forms of men, those guns glittering so darkly in the early night, would explode into thunderous fury of battle.
No doubt the thought that that was uttermost in thousands of those vigilant minds, even if it was uttermost in mine, was the riddle. How much they understood of us. Did they grasp that we were on our minions organised, disciplined, working together, or did they interpret our first a fire, a sudden sting of our shells, our steady investment with the encampment as we sh- should the furious anonymity of onslaught and a disturbed hive of bees? Did they dream it might exterminate us? At that moment no one knew what food they needed. Hundreds of such questions struggled together in my mind as he watched that vast sentinel shape. In the back of my mind the sense of all the huge unknown hidden forces Lunderwood had they prepared pitfalls? Were the powder mills at Hounslow ready for us as a snare? Were Lunders the heart and carry to make the greater Moscow their mighty province of houses? And after an immediate time it seemed to us crouching and peering for the hedge came a sound, distant concussion of a gun, another nearer, then another, and then a Martian beside us raised his tube and high and discharged it, gunwise and with a heavy port, made the ground heave. A one towards the stains answered him. There was no flash, no smoke, simply the plat that loaded detonation, excited by those heavy minute guns, following one after another. Then that I so far forgot my perfect safety, my scalded hands, and my, I clambered up into the hedge and stared towards St. Sunbury. As I did so, a second pulp followed, a big projectile hurled towards to her overhead towards Hanlow, but at least to see smoke or fire or some, some such evidence of its work. All I saw was a deep blue sky above, with one solitary star, a white mist spreading, white wide and low beneath there had been no clash rash no answer explosion silence was resorted a minute lengthened to free what has happened said the curate standing beside me heaven knows said i black figure by and vanished a distant tumult of shouting began and ceased I looked again at the martians and saw at the martian and saw he was now moving eastward Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Along the riverbank, with swift rolling motion. Every moment, I expected to find some hidden battery being upon him, but the evening calm was unbroken. The figure Martian grew smaller as he seated, and presently the mist and gathering light had swallowed him up. By common impulse, he clambered higher to walk, higher towards Sunbury with a dark appearance, as though Colonel Hill had suddenly come into being there, hiding. Our view of furthest con- further country, and then remoter across the river over Walton, we saw another sky such summit. These hill like forms grew lower and broader even as we stared. Moved by sudden thought, I looked northward, and when I perceived a third of those cloudy black copies had risen, 
Everything had suddenly become very still, far away to the southwest. Marking the quiet, we heard the marchers hooting to one another, and then the air quivered again with the distant thud of their guns. But the earthly artillery made no reply. Now, at the time, we could not understand these things, but later we learned the meaning of those ominous copies that gathered in the twilight. Each of us is standing in the great present I have described. I discharged by means of a gun-like tube. He carried a huge canister over whatever hill, corpse cluster of houses, other puzzle covered guns, chanced to be in front of him. Some fired only one of these, or some two, as in the case of the one we had seen, one of Ripley is said to have discharged no fewer than five at that time. His cancer smashed and striking the ground, he did not slowed, incontinently disengaged, enormous volume of heavy, inky vapour coiling and pouring upward to a huge and ebony cumbrous cloud. A gaseous hill that sank and spread itself slowly over the surrounding country. The touch of that vapour, inhaling of its pungent whiffs, was deaf to all that breeze. It is heavy, this vapour, heavier than the densest fog. Smoke, so that, after the first tumbrous outrush, the hope flow of its impact it sank through the air and poured over the round, made of rather liquid than gaseous, banding the hills and streaming to the valleys and ditches and watercourses, even though I had heard the carbonic acid gas that pours from volcanic clefts is what to do. And where it came upon water, some chemical action occurred in the surface, we instantly covered the powdered scum and sank slowly, made way for more. The scum was absolutely insolvable. It is a strange thing, seeing the instant effect of the gas. One could drink about hurt the water from which it had been stained. The vapour did not diffuse as true gas would do. They hang together in the banks, flowing sluggishly down the slope of the land, driving reluctantly before the wind, and even very slowly combined with the mist of moisture of the air, sank to the earth in a form of dust, save an unknown element, giving a group of four lines of blue the spectrum, concerned with wheels still, but still entirely ignorant of nature its substance. Once of the tremendous upheaval of its dispersion was over, the black smoke clung to so death closely to the ground even before it precipitated. The filthy feet up in the air on the roofs and upper stories of high houses. On great trees, there was a chance of escaping its poison altogether, as was proved even that night at St. Street, Cumberham, and Ditterham. The man escaped at a former place, tells a wondrous story. The strangeness of its calling flow, how he looked down from the church fire to the houses of the village, rising ghosts out of its inky nothingness. For a day and a half he remained there, weary, staring in the sun scorched earth under the blue sky against the prospect of distant hills, a velvet blackness fence with red roofs, green trees, and later black veiled shrubs and gates, bars, outhouses, walls rising here and there. Into the sunlight. But that was at Straight Cobham, where the black vapour was allowed to remain until it sank into its own accord into the ground. As a rule, the Martians, when it served its purpose, 
Gideon of it again, wading into it, and directing a jet of steam upon it. This they did with the vapour banks near us. We saw the starlight from the window of a deserted house at Upper Halliford, wherever we had returned. From there we could see the searchlights on the Richmond Hill and Kingston Hill, going to and fro by eleven, and the windows rattled. We heard a sound of huge siege guns being put in position there. They continued in intermittently for the space of a quarter of an hour, sending chance shots at the visible marshes, Hampton and Dinton. Then the pale beams of electric light vanished and were replaced by a bright red glow. Then a full senator fell, a brilliant green meteor, as it turned afterwards in Brushley Park, for the guns of Richmond, King's line of hills, began his fateful cannonade, far away in the southwest, drew, I believe, the guns being fired haphazard, for the black vapour could overwhelm the gunners. So setting about it, as methodically as man, would smoke out a wasmus. The marshes spread a strange, sniffing, stifling vapour, vapour over the Lumwood County. Country, the horns of the crescent slowly moved apart, till at last they formed a line from Henwell to Coombe and Malden. All night, through their destructive tubes advance, known never once after the Martians, that St. George Hill was brought down. Did they give the artillery the ghost of a chance against them? Wherever there was a possibility of guns relayed from them and seen a French cancer, black vapour was discharged. Where the guns were openly displayed, the heat ray was brought to bear. By midnight, the blazing trees along the slopes, Richmond Hill, glare Kingston Hill, threw their light upon a network of black smoke, blotting out the whole valley, the Thames, extending so far as the eye could reach. And though, and through this, two marshes slowly waded and turned their hissing steam jets this way and that. They were sparing of the heat ray. That night, either because they had but limited supply of material destruction, because they did not wish to destroy the country, but only to crush and overwhelm the opposition they aroused. And at their aim, they certainly succeeded. Sunday night was the end of organised opposition to their movements. After that, no body of men would stand against them. So hopeless was the enterprise. Even the cruiser, torpedo boats, destroyers, they brought their quick fires up the Thames, refused to stop, mutinied, and went down again. The defensive operation men ventured upon after the night was the preparation of mines, pitfalls. Even in that, their energies were frantic and spasmodic. Once, one must imagine as well as one may the fate of those batteries towards Esther, waiting so tensely that twilight survivors. There were none. One may picture the orderly expectation, the officers alert, watchful gunners, ready the ammunition ploughed into hand, labour gunners with their horses and wagons, groups of civilians, spectators, standing as near as they were permitted, even stillness and ambushes, hospital tents with the burned and wounded for rabbage, and then the dull innocence of the shots, Martians fired, clumsy projectile whirring of the trees and houses smashing in mid the neighbouring fields. By my picture too, the sudden shifting of the tension, the swiftly spreading coils and bellowing of the blackness, uh, blackness advancing headlong, towering heavenward, turning the 
the twilight to purple darkness, a strange and horrible antagonist of vapour, striding upon its victims, men and horses. Near it seemed dimly running shriekily, falling over headlong shouts of dismayed guns, suddenly abandoned men choking and writhing on the ground, a swift boiling out of the oblique cone of smoke, a night extinction, nothing but a silent mass of incredible vapour hiding its dead. Before dawn, the black vapour was pouring through the streets of Richmond, and since the great organism of government was with a last aspiring, last aspiring effort, rousing the population of London, necessary of flight. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.